Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Samantha Cawthon, CEO of Alernamize. Samantha is a professional primary educator, certified K-6 teacher, and an experienced mentor teacher coach, along with a curriculum developer. Samantha has her master's in education and has a diverse educational background that includes over 12 years of experience working in private public charter magnet IB virtual British and international schools. Samantha is also the founder and lead teacher tutor of her one woman own small business, Learnamize. Learnamize, an online education platform that was created to support children and families across the US and the world. Learnamize's mission is to build confidence through 100% customized lessons designed to meet each individual child's needs, interests, levels, and goals. Learnamize specializes in offering live, private, and individualized lessons in any K through six subject or topic. Learnamize also offers small group classes, clubs, and workshops such as creative writing, future entrepreneurs, book club, curious kids science club, geography club, and more. Looking for support that's not listed here? Just ask Learnamize and they will customize and create it just for you. Some topics that we talk about is how a lot of people assume that the child doesn't fit into the school when it's really the school that doesn't fit the child and how there are so many resources that exist out there that honestly, even in her 12-year career, she wasn't able to reach 5% of the amazing online tools. And no matter which subject or topic, every child needs to build those critical thinking skills and they can learn that confidence through Learnamize. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Samantha has to say. Let's get into the podcast. I will be holding a lesson planning masterclass on October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The first 100 people will get it for $25 along with two one-week science lessons after the masterclass. Register below and I will see you on October 15th. And today we have Samantha Cawthon from Learnamize.com. Samantha, say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a misconception you feel most have about homeschooling? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and share what I know about homeschooling. So I think the big misconception that people have about homeschooling is that a lot of times when you hear oh, you know, I'm pulling my child out of school to homeschool them. We think, 
that the child had an issue at school, that they didn't fit into the school or they didn't fit into the classroom, that there was some reason that the child didn't fit into the school. So we have to pull them out. But actually, I think often it's quite the opposite, that the school did not fit the child. The curriculum did not fit the child. The peers in the classroom, the teacher connection did not fit the child. So mm -hmm. I would just like everyone to open their mind about that and think about how you know one teacher, one classroom, one school cannot fit every unique child. Totally agree with you because it is difficult. I know me as a classroom teacher, oof, when I try and do that, I can potentially be awake to like one, two in the morning. There was one time that I stood up 24 hours just prepping. And it was because I was trying to do that. And I remember thinking, whoa, it's six in the morning and I am still away. <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it really can be that, especially when you have a lot of kids. And it's awesome that there are companies like you, Learnamize, that are able to really kind of hone in on different kids. But parents get to choose and these kids come to you versus you're given all these different children randomly and you got to figure it out so it's awesome so let's talk about you and learnamize your okay. online tutoring and education program so tell us how did you start off learnamize and where did that how'd you get that name it's a that's a really <laughs> fun name yeah it actually was a process to come up with the name but I was thinking about customize and customized lessons and then maximized learning. So I took the mize from customize and maximize, put it on the end of learn. There you go, learn a mize. Love it. Because um, our mission really is to provide that, those customized lessons. And as far as how I got started, I started teaching virtually during the pandemic with the school that I was previously working for. I worked for two years online teaching for that school. And it was really amazing to me because I'm sure, as you know, as a classroom teacher, that you never imagine that you're going to be teaching online or working from home. So it just completely opened my eyes to alternative forms of learning. And I actually saw a big change in some of my students because I had the unique opportunity to see them in the classroom and then in that March 2020 see them online and I saw a change once the distractions were removed for several of my students and I started to think well what if you know there are certain students that just do need that one-on-one -on -one or need a home learning environment to participate more to succeed more so that really started getting me thinking and then once my school said okay time for everyone to come back we're all vaccinated I thought I don't know if I want to go back I really enjoy teaching online and I thought you know how can I access students all over the country all over the world that want this distraction free customized one-on-one -on -one learning and Learnamize was born oh awesome that is really cool yeah I agree with you when school had to go back i didn't want to go back either i actually applied at a different school to work online so now i teach it actually the first online public school in california so i was like yeah i'm definitely not walking into the classroom again i just i loved being at home and i also did find that i was able to connect with my students way better that one-on-one, mm -hmm. -on -one, like going into a breakout room sometimes and just being able yeah. to talk to them really helped and just removing them for any kind of situation that you really are removing them. They mm -hmm. don't have to like go outside the door where everybody's looking at them, you know, it really is a much safer space, I think. 
Yeah. And you would never, you don't think that a lot of times you think that in-person learning is going to be more effective, but I've seen it work the opposite way. Yeah. Kids are so different and they learn differently. And I think that's another thing I love about homeschooling, just the opportunity to be able to really, like you said, you know, customize and maximize Mm -hmm. the most out of their education. So what is the focus of your program? Like, what do you center on? That's a great question. I, because I customize lessons, I don't use one set curriculum and I don't even use one set method or teaching method or style because what I really do is I want to talk to the parents, get to know the child and figure out what works for them. So I mold my program to the child, to the family values, the child's interests, the child's goals. So each lesson or each curriculum that I design with each student is completely unique based on that student. But what I do focus on and what I would say Learnamize is centered on is really building confidence and self-esteem because honestly, half the time that is the problem. You know, it's not necessarily um, that they're struggling with reading. It's just that they don't believe in themselves. So Mm. no matter what type of style I'm using or what topic I'm teaching, what subject I'm teaching, the first thing I really do for everybody is build confidence and build that rapport so that, you know, we can achieve their goals. I love that. Wow. Do you find that? Is it a little challenging sometimes to be able to really customize it? Or are you finding that it comes a little easier now that you're not confined in a classroom? Yeah, I think I really enjoy the customization part because even when I was teaching in a classroom and, you know, we were handed a curriculum, I still tried to customize it as much as possible because I think that's one of the things you learn as an educator at the beginning, you're so focused on lesson planning, but you realize in real life when you have real human beings that are learning, it it doesn't always work the way you planned. So I think, you know, I learned in my years of experience of teaching that you have to be super flexible. And if you're in the middle of a lesson and the children are not engaged, you have to change it or you're going to lose them. So I think eventually that started to become a skill of mine and became natural to me. So the curriculum development part and the lesson planning part is actually fun for me because I get to think, how am I going to get this child to be engaged? How am I going to get this child where they need to be? And it allows me to search for new resources. So it also keeps me on my toes because if I had one set thing that I'm always doing, then I wouldn't take that time to find new resources and learn new ways of teaching. What an opportunity you have to really just impact students, not just students, but their families as well. Because when a child really begins to feel like confident and they are jiving and, and really connecting with the work, it makes the family household more at peace as well. And they're able to like make better connections with their parents and maybe even with mm-hmm. their own siblings. And just that confidence within yourself, it can just change everything going forward in your future. That is really cool. Have you heard of any parents tell you like, oh, wow, my child is more confident now. They're more this. Have you heard any kinds of results like that? Absolutely. It's my favorite thing to hear. It's, you know, ultimately my goal, what I'm doing, why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I recently had I started a creative writing club. I know writing is an area for children that is scary or boring, or they just, you know, struggle with it. Their hand hurts. They don't want to do it. There's there's always something going on. Um, So I thought I'm going to start this creative writing club. It's a small group. And um, I met with this parent. I had a consultation and she said her child absolutely despises writing. She can't get him to write. 
at all. He's seven years old. And she said, I've tried everything, you know, we've been homeschooling for two years and I just feel like he's really struggling and I need some help. Um, and so I said, okay, let's try the creative writing club and maybe also some private lessons so we can have a mix of both. And within two sessions, she was writing me saying, I think something happened to my child. This is not my child. He's begging for your class. He's excited <laughs> about writing. Like, I don't know what you did. Um, so I think just, you know, this is exactly what I'm hoping for that I can spark that joy and spark the inspiration for kids to not be afraid to try new things and feel that they're empowered to do so. That's awesome. So does your curriculum or program target a specific skill or interest? Like I said, I think I'm really targeting building confidence. I do teach any K through six subject. So that can include math, language wow. arts, reading, writing. I also do ESL. So really anything within K through six primary education. Because I customize, I've had parents come to me with some interesting, unique requests. For example, I have a student right now that I'm working on mindfulness. She has ADHD and her parents wanted some help with focus. And so I'm doing mindfulness lessons with her. I have some test prep students. I'm really there for whatever the parent needs, because I think when you look online and there's a lot of great curriculums or charter schools, or there's so many great things out there, but when you have a set school or set curriculum, there might be just one thing missing that, you know, you would really like. So I think what I provide that might be unique is, you know, you can come to me with any request you know, and I'll provide it for you. I'll create something that will work just for what you're looking for. That's awesome. So and I want to talk about that, the girl with ADHD. When I was growing up, I would have been diagnosed that for sure. And I know that me growing up all the way through college, I had the hardest time concentrating. I had to bring a recorder in to my class and record it because the chances of me actually paying attention while I was in class was almost, it was like, spotty it was in and out in and out in and out for sure at minimum it was in and out right and for me i just didn't have like tools to be able to really help me and if i did it would have been great i remember sitting in high school and just counting all the planes being like gosh yeah. my planes pass by during class you know my teacher's talking over here and i'm like oh, another plane mm. another plane you know it's yeah. You know, and I remember in college where if I sat in the back once and this professor was talking and then I looked up at the, the ceiling tile, I'm like, oh, I wonder how many ceiling tiles are up there. And now I'm doing the math with the ceiling tile. So I never had that concentration. I remember having to go home and just sit there, like and force myself to listen to mm -hmm. that. So like, what are some things that you've been working on with this child? Like, just give us like an example of like how you're able to kind of help her focus in. Sure. I think, you know, what you said, I can relate to that a lot. And I think nowadays it's even harder with all the apps, TikTok, all the media, the 30 second videos. I think, you know, if we had issues focusing back then, I can't imagine how hard it is for children now with this like immediate gratification um, that we have. So I just think it's a really big issue that a lot of children struggle with and they might have the skills and intelligence, but they really just need the skill of learning how to be mindful, how to focus in and, mm. you know, get rid of those distractions. Some things I've been doing with her recently, we work on different breathing techniques. We also do these reflective discussions where, you know, I ask her to think about a time that she couldn't focus or was distracted. How did that feel? And then we'll 
I give her a specific technique, such as there's one called melt or freeze, where you think about in the situation, you can just be impulsive. You could, you know, shout something out or interrupt somebody. And that would be the melting. You're just really heated and you, you do something immediately. And then freezing is when you stop and pause and think about what it is you're going to do, how you're going to react. And so, you know, we bring in these skills that really even adults need, and we're not always explicitly taught. These are things we just have to learn. So I think bringing them in, in a fun way, sometimes I use games, we practice them together. And then I ask her, how do you think you can use this in, in your week? You know, when do you think you can use this in your week? And she'll say, oh yeah, my mom's always telling me I'm not listening, you know, this kind of thing. And she's like, I think I'm going to try it when next time my mom asks me something, I'm going to try to freeze, you know, and then, so I'll ask her the next week, we'll check in and we'll learn a new technique for that week. That's fantastic because you're not just teaching her techniques for class. Like these are things that she's going to apply in her adulthood. And it's Mm -hmm. become second nature. And it sounds a little bit like social emotional learning in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the proper social emotional learning. Yeah, it is one of my favorite things to bring in. Even when I was back in the classroom teaching, I would try to bring those pieces. And I just think it's the most important thing. Like if you're not at peace, if you're not calm, if you're not focused, you can't learn anything. So that's kind of the first step is working on the social emotional part of the child and then weaving in the academic part. Yeah, life skills. You know, I have always talked about it as I use my content to teach life skills. And with my students, because I always think I'm like, they're going to learn the content if I'm producing, if I'm presenting and I'm applying the content with them, they're going to learn the content. That's that's Mm -hmm. a given. But what am I really trying to do here? I want them to learn life skills. I want them to be able to handle situations. So that's one of the things that I do. I'm like, I put life skills within the content. So that way, if the chances that I'm really remembering my content, I, I just think back, I'm like, what do I remember from high school? When my teacher threw a book at me, like, like it's like, oh, yeah. I remember, like, wow. you know, it's, oh my gosh, I remember weird things, you know, or like, I just remember really weird things, but I don't remember the content for nothing. I remember just how I felt in school. And I keep thinking if they can walk out with a skill that will imprint in their heart, then I've done my job. That's really important. I love that you're doing that. So as we're wrapping it up, where can they go to find your resources and be able to connect with you? Yes. So they can visit learnamize.com, which is my website. I also have an Instagram page, Learnamize, and my Instagram, Learnamize Online Tutoring. And both my Instagram and my Facebook page have a link in my bio, which will link to a link tree. And there, there's a bunch of different links they can choose from. But very simply, visit my website and there's a sign up page and just type in your email. And from there, I'll reach out and we can set up a free 15 minute consultation. It can be on a phone call or on zoom. And from there, the parents get to know me. I ask them what they're looking for. We make a plan for their child. We set goals and we schedule the first session. Awesome. And your first class is what you said you you called a risk-free class. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Yes. So of course, as I'm wanting to help the child meet their goals, I realize that maybe it's not always going to be a 100% match. Mm-hmm. So I want to just provide parents with that risk-free possibility. So what that means is after the first session, you can 
pay after if you're happy with it. If you plan to continue with me and sign up for a full month, then it will just go on that invoice. But if for some reason you're testing out a bunch of different resources, tutors, different things, and you found a better match, or you know, for some reason I don't have an availability for you, like a, the time and day you want, something like that, then that first session just becomes free of charge. So yeah. Wow. That's a great opportunity. That's really awesome that you're doing that because it's a lot of your time. Time is it time is, is important. Yeah. So far I haven't had anyone actually not come back. So it's oh, worked out great. for me as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Awesome. So now that we're kind of winding it down, what is one thing you want to impart to parents from your experience and understanding of education and your journey in this experience? Yeah, I think I really want parents to know that they're not alone, that there's so many resources, teachers, educators, and people out there to be a part of their homeschooling team. I think from what I've seen a lot of times, parents say, oh, you know, my state doesn't allow it, or, you know, I need to be the primary educator. And yes, that's true. There are different laws in different states, but, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And I think, you know, um, even sometimes having that sixth degree of separation because, okay, there's struggles to pick your towels up off the bathroom floor. And sometimes, you know, that person who's telling you that you don't want to learn multiplication in that moment from that same person. So sometimes just having that, you know, team, that other person to hold accountable, to be a part of helping out and meeting those goals. I also think that, Parents are in the search often of this magical unicorn of a mm -hmm. curriculum that, you know, is the perfect curriculum for them. It's either religious or not religious. It has video lessons or live lessons, and it's, they have all these parameters. And I do think there's so many amazing things out there, but I think what I really try to offer is that unique customized curriculum and there's not going to be one curriculum that is 100% perfect. So that's why a person needs to be there, a human person, not just a book, a worksheet, something like that, because a human then can flow with the changes of the child as they grow, um, as they change their interests. So I'm just really here to help be a part of that homeschooling team and know that tutoring is not just for when your child is crying, screaming, and struggling. Tutoring is really there for enrichment at any time. So having that mentor, having that teacher there from the beginning at the start of school, the first day of homeschool throughout the year can be a constant resource for the child and also for you as a parent to know you're not alone, you have someone helping you. There's a lot of resources out there too. Mm -hmm. If they even get to all of them, it's like a big deal. Right. It's impossible, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but to find the right one that match your child is really what's probably the most important thing. Thank you so much for coming on today. Wow, it was really awesome just having you on, Samantha, and just learning from you and hearing your expertise. It's very obvious you're intelligent, you're grounded, you have a love for, for these kids and a passion for it. You can really hear it in your voice and just in your demeanor. You're very very calm about it because you just you know where you're going and you know what you have to offer and that's really really cool so thank you for being part of the, of the show today thank you so much for having me
If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.